This is episode number 145. Where does confidence come from on this week's Crush It Mondays? Welcome to the Sonia Looney Show. This is a podcast about how to live a high-performance life, spanning the categories of mindset, plant-based nutrition, inspiring stories, and sports science to help you be better every day. Thank you, thank you for hanging out with me today and for listening to today's Crush It Mondays. It's been really awesome to get emails from you guys letting me know that you're really enjoying the second episode that I added about six months ago, Crush It Mondays, where I bring to you an inspiring message, habit, or contemplation to get your week off to a powerful start. And they're fun for me to do too, because it always helps me get my thinking cap on And I always end up going a lot deeper into the topic than I originally planned. And it's been really good just from a research perspective and also just from a personal growth and spending time deeply thinking about certain topics perspective. Before I get into today's episode, I just wanted to give a shout out to our podcast sponsor, Osea Malibu Skincare Products. They are the original plant-based results-driven skincare line, and I've been using a few of their products and I've been really impressed. And skincare is something that athletes don't often talk about because I don't know, maybe we think you're too pampered or something like that if you're using skincare products, but taking care of your skin is really important, especially if you're an athlete, because we expose ourselves to sun, wind, dirt, all the elements We work super hard. So taking care of your skin, it doesn't take long. And I really like moisturizers and they have a really awesome moisturizer I've been using called the Atmosphere Protection Cream. And it only takes a couple of seconds to take care of your skin. So that's why I really like it. And a lot of times moisturizers can be overly greasy. And I really like this because my skin just absorbs it and it looks really healthy whenever I'm done. And I use it in the morning and in the evening. Another cool thing is that this company was founded by women in California, and it's non-toxic, cruelty-free, and vegan, and each product is infused with sustainably sourced organic Patagonian seaweed and active botanicals that create a nutrient and mineral-rich bioavailable base. Their skincare goes far beyond just the face, and they have different at-home spa sets and moisturizers that you can use just for like your hands or for your body. And I don't know about you, but having a body exfoliation set at home for a pampered day sounds really awesome. And I think that's going to be the next thing that I'm going to get from them. If you're interested in giving it a try or just checking it out, go to Osea, that's O-S-E-A, Malibu, oseamalibu.com. It's linked up in the show notes. And if you want a discount, use my name, Sonia Looney, all lowercase, for 10 bucks off your first purchase of $50. So go check those guys out. They're doing great things over there. And thanks to them for sponsoring the show. All right. So this week's episode is about confidence and how it relates to self-acceptance. And I'm going to say that again because it might be something that you never linked together, how confidence and self-acceptance are related. And be honest, how often do you beat yourself up? Are you hard on yourself and critical? I know that this is something that a lot of us face and something that I definitely do on a daily basis and I'm trying to work on. And while self-criticism can be productive, similar to receiving constructive criticism from someone else, most of us generally overdo our own self-criticism and it becomes detrimental. We end up rejecting ourselves, we end up berating ourselves, and that does not help with confidence at all. Psychology research says that one reason some individuals are more self-critical than others is due to how criticized they were by their parents growing up. 
And we actually have no self-regard before the age of eight, which I found really interesting. And if we were criticized a lot growing up, then we tend to be more critical of ourselves as adults. Who has had that experience? I certainly have. And while our parents' criticisms of us were given from a place of love and just trying to help us be our best selves, it still leaves a mark. And understanding your past and tendencies are both really important, but I don't believe in blaming the past or blaming our parents because as adults, we are able to take responsibility for ourselves and have the power to work on personal issues ourselves. Yes, issues from the past can affect who we are today, but it's our choice how we want to move forward from those issues. It's definitely not easy, and everyone has some degree of self-judgment, but learning when you're doing it and learning to practice self-compassion is massively important. And as a side note, I recorded a podcast with Dr. Kristen Neff, a pioneer and PhD in self-compassion research, if you want to listen, and I linked that up in the show notes. I think I recorded it maybe a year or two ago, so it's been a while, but she's a really phenomenal researcher and she's highly respected in her field, so definitely check out that episode as well. This is something interesting to note. Self-acceptance is about accepting who you are, not trying to fix who you are. Although I do love personal development and using the word fix who you are can be kind of a loaded way to phrase it, but learning who you are and choosing personal growth is also something that's awesome. But self-acceptance is about accepting who you are today, not the person that you hope to be one day. So what does this have to do with confidence? I was doing research on where confidence comes from. And while I think there are a few elements contributing to someone feeling confident, self-acceptance is one that really made sense to me. If you accept yourself unconditionally, then you don't rely on the opinions of others to validate you. And of course, this is not black and white, and all of us look for approval and want to demonstrate our worth to others, but there are varying degrees about it. It's human to want to fit in, but think about it. We'll use an easy example that most people can understand, bike racing or any type of racing. A lot of times, race nerves come from something potentially going wrong during the race or not finishing high enough or fast enough to meet people's expectations. And if you worry that people will think you aren't any good or you aren't worthy if you don't achieve a certain result or a certain time, you are looking to them to accept you. But if you already accept yourself as a human before the gun goes off, you'll feel less worried about the end result and care less about what people think. This also applies to the image of how much money or success someone has by brand names, houses, cars, etc. All those things that are associated with keeping up with the Joneses. If you accept yourself, you don't need to outwardly prove that you are successful to others. Lack of confidence also comes from fear of failure. Have you ever thought, I don't feel confident enough to try that because I don't know how? Well, the best way is just to get started and know that you'll grow and get smarter and more experienced in that area. But the real fear in that statement is, I don't know how to do this, and I'm afraid I'll look stupid in front of somebody. And that includes worrying about your own internal expectations or looking stupid in front of yourself because of the things that you might say to yourself. If you fail and then start beating yourself up, that is not self-acceptance. It's quite the opposite. It's your internal jerk carrying on. Another amazing side effect of being less judgmental and more accepting of yourself is that you'll end up being more accepting of others. Ever notice that your harshest criticisms about other people tend to be similar to your own issues and things you don't like about yourself? And one caveat that is a little bit hard that I had to spend a little bit of time trying to understand is that self-esteem and self-acceptance are slightly different. 
Self-acceptance is unconditional where self-esteem can vary based on how successful you think you are. Self-acceptance is a foundation where self-esteem is built, but it's the base of your pyramid. Self-acceptance may not even have positive or negative connotation to it, but self-esteem tends to hold that positive or negative self-regard. But acceptance is unconditional. Whether something went well or it did not go well, you still accept yourself. It's about being proud of who you are no matter what. Self-acceptance is also about separating your achievements and your failures from who you are as a person. Separating your achievements or failures from who you are as a person. And that can be really hard to do. I wish I could give you an answer that would magically fix everything, but the truth is that self-acceptance is life's work. It's something we all have to work on forever. And I can give you some tools to practice more self-acceptance that will lead to more self-confidence. And you just might find that the more you accept yourself, the more confidence you'll have. So start working on these and let me know how they go. I'd love to see if these cues are helpful. They've certainly been helpful to me. Okay, so number one, when you catch yourself with a mean internal monologue, have a plan or a mantra saying things like, it's okay, or no, I am not doing this. Or even contextual mantras like, I am doing my best and that is enough. Even if other people don't understand or accept it, it doesn't mean that I am bad. Sometimes I simply just say no when the critical voice starts up. Two, if you are having a hard time coming up with something nice to counter negative thoughts to say to yourself, talk to yourself like you would talk to a friend. This is taken right out of how to practice self-compassion. You never, ever say the things to people that you love that you say in your own head. At least I hope not. Number three, journal. Write down negative thoughts as they come up. Explore where they are coming from and ask yourself if the belief about yourself is actually true or if it's coming from an uncomfortable emotion. Keep asking yourself why. Number four, meditate or practice mindfulness. This will help you notice when the judgy mean voice starts chirping sooner so that you can use your mantra or just say no to it. There are even specific self-compassion meditations that you can do. The category of this type of meditation is called loving kindness meditation or metta, M-E-T-T-A. It sounds hippie, but it works. And Jeff Warren, a meditation instructor who has been on this podcast, has a bunch of guided meditations I love in the 10% Happier app. And in his compassion meditation, the self-acceptance mantra is, may I be well. And self-compassion meditations, the metta meditations is usually about wishing other people well. But before you can really truly wish other people well, you need to be able to wish yourself well first. So may I be well. So that's another mantra that I've used whenever I start beating myself up. You can find find another one or you can make one up that works for you. An expert meditation instructor in the loving kindness realm is Sharon Salzberg. And I highly recommend you check out her work. She's a pioneer in that area. She is the person to go to. And she even has an entire podcast about it. Number five, try to avoid comparing yourself to others as much as possible. And I know it's really, really hard. I catch myself doing it all the time. But whenever we're looking to others to see how good or bad we are, it's the opposite of self-acceptance. So it's just trying to avoid putting yourself in situations or just notice when you start doing it and telling yourself that that has no real bearing to how good you are as a person. Number six, ditch perfection. No one is perfect. There will be things that don't go according to plan. There will be rejection. There will be flaws. This is guaranteed. And if you're an athlete, no one is going to win all the time. That's the whole point of sport. So it's human. It's normal to want to be perfect, but nobody is going to be perfect, period. 
And the things that make you imperfect are what make you uniquely you. And that's okay because you're enough. And I know I constantly feel inadequate, like I'm not enough due to the messed up vision in my head of what it's supposed to look like or the picture that someone I'm comparing myself to has painted. None of it is real. I remind myself that accomplishing more things or being the best at something really will not make people love me anymore. And it's hard to believe that sometimes, but it's true. Number seven, and the last one, forgive yourself for your mistakes. I also struggle with this one. I get hung up on my mistakes and it makes me cringe. This goes hand in hand with the rejecting perfectionism. Making mistakes means that you're trying and that you're doing big things and it's okay. I hope that you guys found this episode of Crush It Mondays useful. I always have everything written out as well. If you want to go back and read whatever I just said, it's on uh, sonyalooney.com slash podcasts. And every Crush It Monday, there's a drop down menu called Crush It Mondays. So you can read every single podcast if you don't want to re-listen to it. But I hope that all of these episodes I've been recording have given you some really good tools to strengthen your mind and strengthen your resolve and just make you a little bit better in your day. I hope that you guys have an awesome week and we'll see you right back here in just a couple of days for one of my interviews. Thanks so much for listening.